Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. Hey guys, it's Daniel Smooth from Time to BS. Thanks for listening to this episode of the podcast. And I got something to tell you all today. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one simple place. Let me explain before we start the show. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or even your computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and even and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one simple place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. So what are you waiting for? Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thanks for tuning in, guys, and enjoy the show. Hi, guys, it's Dan. Time to be as podcast in the Unhinged Sports Network. I've recently partnered with Fubo TV. What is Fubo TV, you might ask? Well, here's the thing. Fubo TV brings you hundreds upon hundreds of channels, including NBC, CBS, Fox, ABC, ESPN, and many more, without the hassle of a cable contract. Don't believe me? Click the link in the description now and start your seven-day free trial today. Ladies and gentlemen, we fucking made it. It's time to BS. It's not one of my uh, my proudest moments. That's for and sure. And paid the price this Sunday for You paid the piper. Yes. Oh, yeah. oh thank you, Karma. The Church Karma's, of Josh Allen. Karma, the yes. The Church, the church of Josh Allen. 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 sins against you. Yes, the Church of Josh Allen is, is not pleased with me right now. A U Stadium podcast. Grace. Uh, still struggling? <laughs> and part of the Unhinged Sports Network. And now to start your weekend with us. It's time to BS. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, on this wonderful Friday night. Thank you for joining us and welcome to the BS Cave wonderful members of the BS Army. Time to BS Podcast. We're, we're 10 episodes away from 100. Clearly comes to show how long we've been doing this crap. But regardless, we are here. John is here. I'm here. What's up, dude? How you doing? I'm good, man. Can't complain, right? Not at all. Can't complain. Ugh. I'm out of whiskey. That's the worst part. I'm out of whiskey. Hey, that's struggle that's a struggle especially when i can't drink i'm i i quit beer i quit beer um over the weekend and i'm trying my best to just like uh... i telling you about the vodka diet yeah you were telling me about that i was trying to sell you on the vodka diet yeah you started me on that i was like all right fine liquor diet let's go liquor diet it's the way to go yeah let's go i mean it's been helping that's for sure like no, like, it's really the best way to, you know, be a two-fisted drinker and <laughs> People get confused and concerned. Like, you drink whiskey straight up, like, not on the rocks or anything? It's like, yeah. Yeah. It's the Irish way. Straight up. 
Hey, but I'm not gonna lie to you. I've been on a Tito's craze for the last few weeks. What are you drinking for the I, Super Bowl? What are you drinking for the Super Bowl? Tito's. Of course you are. <laughs> I'm gonna see if I can find myself some Fireball. Um, and that thing with my Tito's craze hasn't even been a few weeks. It's been since like mid-September. Oh, really? <laughs> Yeah. You haven't had Tito's since mid-September? No, it's been. Oh, like, really? I've gone through, like, God knows how much. Christmas. That's nuts. Oh, man. It's, a, it's delicious. Tito's and Snapple. Tito's and ginger ale. I can do Tito's and ginger ale every day if I could. That's it's a thing. Tito's and, Tito's and body Ooh. Oh, I got one for you. Whiskey and orange juice. That's actually not bad. Yeah. Whiskey and orange juice uh, is not bad. It's I'm really... trying to think of like the weirdest like mixed drinks I've made because I've made some bizarre things. Especially but like, like I, I prefer like Jack and ginger ale, Jim Bean and Coke, or Jim Bean and ginger ale. Like I'll have ginger ale in like most of my drinks. It's so good. Double vodka with Sprite. Yeah, too heavy. Too heavy in the Sprite. Nah, you could you do two shots of vodka. Some idiot, like, decide. I found this idiot that's like, oh, have you tried Mountain Dew and, and whiskey? I'm like, no. Now, why do what the best mixed drink is? What do we got? You gotta get some Tito's, some Everclear, some Hawaiian Punch, and some Mountain Dew. Mix Ooh. it all together. Oh, God. That sounds like a heart attack. Um, you know what that was? What? My fraternity's punch. <laughs> that makes a ton of sense. <laughs> oh, for the love of God. Oh. It was delicious, but dangerous. And of course. Of course. I mean, it's perfectly acceptable for us to be discussing drinks on a Friday. Since we're posting, the, since this is being, since, as this is out, it's a Friday. Which is good. Which is good. Um, what, what was your, what's your Super Bowl sandwich? Since we're going on this topic of the Super Bowl. Hmm. We're still talking right. sports, don't worry. <laughs> you know what? Because... I'm going to root for Tampa. Super Bowl's in Tampa. We got to go for a Cuban style sandwich. Ah, if it were Miami, it'd be better. If it were Miami, 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 last year would have been better. Last year would have been a lot better. Yeah, I did that last year too. You got Cuban? Ever since I went to the Orange Bowl. Nice. Nice. That year OU and Bama were in it. Uh, Stayed in like a cheap roast fest in hotels. For how was Miami? Like, Miami? That area of Miami, or that area around the the art, the uh, Miami Gardens, is shit, right? It is. It's shit. You remember when I went to Miami? People around, talk. Like, I drove. Let's understand this. People talk about Miami as like, oh, it's such a great city. It's like it's the same shit as Los Angeles and New York City. It's like, okay. You have some, like, iconic, nice areas. New York City, it's like Manhattan. LA, it's like you know, the San Monica Pier. Like Ocean that. Drive like, in Miami. Oh, did you go to Ocean Drive in Miami? And, you know, I mean, you know, of course we did some sightseeing. But I'll be real with you, I barely remember a lot of my trip to Miami. <laughs> For good reason. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> Look, I, I was a, listen, you remember that time in my life, I was kind of a bustle. Yeah. That's just your yeah, point. Keep in mind that I, you know, instead of going to see my family for Christmas, I stayed and did that. Yeah. I remember that. Good time. Good times. Good times with John. Good times with yeah. John. <laughs> we, was, you know, no, we get it. Little, we get it. <laughs> we get it. But like my Super Bowl sandwich is probably like a good old hero, like roast beef, lettuce, tomato, yeah. mayo. Italian hero. No, like a roast beef, like lettuce, roast tomato, beef, bacon, mayo, like bacon. a nice, good, heavy sandwich. Right amount of roast beef too. Uh, some onions in there too, like grilled on, like roasted, like roasted onions. I gotta have it hot. You gotta have it hot because the Swiss cheese, yeah. because you gotta get monster cheese with that too. You gotta have the monster cheese hot. Honestly, if as long as any cheese is hot on a sandwich, that shit's gonna be good. No, it's gonna be good. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Like, cheese deserves, like, the only time you can get, like, unmelted cheese on a Super Bowl sandwich, if it's, like, a BLT with ham and American cheese, then it's, like, okay, it's acceptable. That's acceptable. Which I've done. Like, honestly, I would have a hot sandwich. Like, I'd like my sandwiches hot. Yeah, you always get your sandwiches hot. I went to a good-ass deli today. Oh, really? Where'd you go? I went to um, Grace's in East Islip. Ooh, that one's good. That's right off Main Street, right? Yeah. Yeah, I was just there. So I was waited three hours for a job, so I went there today. You're just like, fuck it, I'm getting a sandwich. It's good, but it's no seaport. Oh, of course. That's Seaport's in uh, Huntington, right? No, it's like Port Jeff area, like Stony Brookish area. I don't know the exact town. I don't know oh. how to get there, though. There are a couple good delis by where we grew up. Where it's like, like you had the neighborhood deli, where it's like they were the kings of bacon, egg, and cheeses. They're the kings of breakfast sandwiches. Like, I will go to the neighborhood deli in Bayport and she'd be like, oh, just give me breakfast. Just give me breakfast. Oh, yeah. And then, like, the other deli. There's that bagel store on Montauk Highway also. No, that one's bad. Like, in Stayville. Although, uh, hot, hot, bagel, bagel. hot bagels? Yeah. Yeah. That I will, one too. Yeah, that one too. They have a good bacon, egg, and cheese. Yeah, that one too. But like, neighborhood deli though. Is neighborhood delis the are the kings that's around around where we grew up. Are like let's understand this. We grew we grew up here on Long Island, on a small little beach town, and there were two delis that we would always go to: the neighborhood deli and the firehouse deli. And, um, the firehouse deli, I would always get my heroes there. Always get my macaroni salad there, and I would get like an iced tea, a hero, and a half pound of mac salad. So nice. And I was like, I'm done for the rest of the day. That's it. Or like neighborhood delis, like I would go there every day, like every day for lunch at high school and like senior year of high school, and get a bacon egg and cheese with a small like, with a can of iced tea. And like done. That's it. That's it. And it was like five bucks. Like done. And delis are one of the great things about Long Island, man. Yeah, it's really hard. It's re- it's sometimes difficult to find a really good deli here, though. It is. That's hard, though. Like, like Blue Line Deli, oh, who, who follows us. I usually like ask this 
one, I need to ask this one guy at work if there's this really good deli on like Sunrise Highway, like right when you like first get into NASA, I think maybe it's still Suffolk. Cheapest food you'll ever find. Oh, really? That's in like Massapequa, right? Yeah, like, you know, it's kind of, it looks kind of like a convenience store. It's one of those ones. <laughs> it's so good, though. Like, I got like hella food for like $5. Nice. That's uh, awesome. If you're ever in Baldwin, if you're into like empanadas, empanada cream by the Baldwin train station. You can't beat the queen, I'm telling you. Alright. <laughs> they call her the queen for the reason, man. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah, it's right across the street from the Baldwin train station. It's like a little food truck, but it's so good. I think it's... I, there's this one deli... Um, that actually is a, is a decent friends with us. Blue Line Deli in Huntington. Um, they were original. The owner of the place was originally from Bagel Boss. Um, Donald Roadster. He's really cool. And oh, Bagel Boss. Slot. Yeah, Bagel Boss is awesome. But like Blue Line Deli, they still have the Islander theme bagels there. They got the Islanders theme everything. And you got John Ledecky, who the co-owner of the Islanders, who went there to get a sandwich. Just like oh. I want to go. It's so far though for me though. That's the thing. It's like, do I want to really want to go to Huntington for a sandwich? Hell yeah, I do. Of course I do. Yeah, I will. I absolutely will. Are we getting off track? Potentially. There's a there's a distinct yeah. possibility. But who cares? <laughs> um, <laughs> Matthew Stafford got traded. Um, two first round picks. Why? Why? Rams think Rams think they have a limited window of contention Jared Goff. So you went that. after Stafford? I'm not I'd take Stafford over Goff. I would take Stafford over Goff too, but it's like you trade two firsts for the guy. Like they're trying to win now. But like two firsts for Matthew Stafford? It's like it confuses me because... You know what that trade really does? It drives up the value of Deshaun Watson. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, and God. It drove up the value so much. The Texans are about to get a crazy return for Deshaun Watson. Oh, now, the yeah. Now, do something with that. Oh, yeah. Uh, the, te- I hear, the Texans might not even trade him. That's for, That's what I think. Like, what if the Texans are just like, nope, we're not trading him. I think he might, he he won't report to camp. But it's good for the Jets, too, because there's a report out that said Deshaun Watson doesn't want to go to the Jets. Why? Then the Jets won't trade the whole team. Yeah, good. It's awesome. Good for me. Because the Jets, right? The Deshaun Watson does not fix what's wrong with the Jets. Yeah, the Jets and need a good he, draft or two to be really good. Great. Yeah, to be really good, like two or three good drafts to be like, yep, we're good. But yeah, like, no, like the issue with the Jets is they never see through the rebuild. They always try to take a shortcut that hurts them in the long term. Mm-hmm. Like the last really good Jets team, twenty fifteen. With Ryan Fitzpatrick, had they made the playoffs, they could have went far. And that team also benefited from a cake schedule too. There was a lot of it was a lot of it was very deceiving. And then 2016 went back down to earth as I thought it would. Yeah, true. 
I would say the last really good Jets team is 2010. Yeah, true. Number three ranked yeah. defensive. All number three ranked defense. That's what I would call a really good team. Yeah, that's a fair observation. I yeah, you know what? Yeah, I can't deny that. That yeah, that Jets team played a hard schedule. That Jets team is awesome. They beat a good ass Patriot team in the playoffs. Yeah, no one saw that coming. No one that saw that. Oh my god. Oh my. But who else do you think is going to go on the quarterback train to nowhere? Who else do you think? Because we talked about Stafford and Goff getting traded, but who else do you think could get possibly get traded? What's the going off Matt Ryan? Is he? That's a good question. That's a good question. Do the Falcons? Trade Matt Ryan, or do they I go... I think the Falcons are in need of a rebuild. Yeah, they have to. I think you have it's to. It's obvious they're not going to win shit as in. No. Their best shot was five years ago. Yes. Their best Those shot was like four or five years, years ago. ago. And they fucked it up. Decline. And they fucked it up. That current roster as assembled is not going to win you a Super Bowl. No, no. It doesn't even get you into the playoffs. That's no. That's proven the last two years. Correct. But when we talk about quarterback carousel, and there is a potential rumor um, that has come out today. So, former Pro Bowl quarterback and All-Pro Andrew Luck of the Indianapolis Colts, as you know, announced his retirement two years ago. Like two, three years ago or some shit. Like just before the 2019 season. He announced his retirement. And I was like, wow, shocking. And unexpected, to say the least. But I couldn't believe it, but I understood the reasoning. You, felt, the you felt for him. You did. Because it's yeah. like, the dude, you, you're bro- broken and beaten down body for four years. The Colts did not draft any linemen. No. Colts ruined him. Ryan Grigson ruined him, and so did Jim Mercer. Yeah, how do you draft a franchise quarterback and then never take any offensive linemen in the first two rounds of any of the subsequent drafts? Or give them a good running game. That's what I didn't get. It's inexcusable. Unacceptable. They They did nothing to complement his ability. And now, there is a potential possibility of him coming back. So... Uh, there were some text messages released um, via a reporter who said, um, like, these two ladies were, and one of the ladies happens to be the wife of Andrew Luck, I think, um, or the, or the best friends, or the, or the best friend of the wife of Andrew Luck, I don't know, some drama bullshit, but regardless, um, there is a there is a potential meeting in play for Andrew Luck to meet with Colts owner Jim Mersey about potentially coming back. Whether that is confirmed or not, one thing's for sure: we have heard nothing from Andrew Luck, nothing for two years. No, but Andrew Luck was never a really public figure. Which is good for him, by the way. Good for him. Yeah, like, he was never really going to put himself 
in the spotlight like say some other star quarterbacks have done throughout their careers historically. He's so good though. That's the thing. He's like re- yeah. he's really good. But yeah, when you when you realize like his stat line that he put up with the team he had. Oh my god! Yeah. He had no time to throw. Like the typical Colts game in Luck's career, you would see five guys on his ass instead of having to make throws with barely any time. Yep. And his last year starting, 2018, best team, team he's ever had. A corner. Best team he's yeah, ever had. The organization finally turned a corner and started focusing on yeah. an actual, like, you know, complete NFL roster. It's going to be a little bit more difficult for the Colts because um, Marlon Mack is a free agent and there's a potential possibility. Um, and, well, Anthony Costanzo, their left tackle, just retired. So, and their defense is awesome. Their defense is fantastic. But if he does come back... Knowing they won ten games with Philip Frickin' Rivers, what is this team potentially like? They could win twelve games. With they can win twelve. They can win their division if if he comes back and is Andrew Luck. He hasn't played professional football in two years. There's no guarantees he's going to be the same. Yeah, but like, I would go as far as to say potential Super Bowl team. I would say so. I would I say so. In 2019, I thought they could contend. Because the salary cap is going down. You don't know what's going to happen with the Chiefs if they do win another one and they have to pay everyone again. Because I think they got like four, six players with the highest paid contracts in the league. Chris Jones, Frank Clark, Kelsey Hill, who's somehow still in the fucking league, and Mahomes. That- Look at it this way. The Colts have a very good defense. Yep. They have a confident offensive line. Two things Luck has lacked in his career with the Colts. And then they finally have a GM that knows how to find NFL talent and put it onto the field. Yep. Yep. I mean... It's amazing what that does for a roster. It's amazing when you have a competent GM and a competent coach. It's amazing. Yeah, suddenly you have quality players all over the field. It's amazing. And they still got cap space. Yeah. They got like, 80, all, 90 million dollars in cap space. It's amazing. It's absolutely amazing to me. But, uh, so that's on our side of the quarterback carousel. Um... Who else is on the train? Oh, Jimmy Garoppolo. That's right. Yeah. So, where does he go? Made of glass. I don't know if I made of glass. It's more like Cam Newton, but like. He's getting up. He's starting to get towards that slope, though. 2018 and 2020. Significant time for injuries. I think the 49ers move on because they believe they have a contending team and they need to get quality quarterback play. The 
it's not that Garoppolo isn't good that he's not on the field enough. And the 49ers are a team with a roster that's ready to contend now. I just yeah. don't know who they get. Well, there are potential discussions um, if Garoppolo does somehow get traded or released. He's going to the Patriots. There, there he, be, of course. He's going to New England. wanted to keep him over Brady. Yeah. Belichick wanted to keep him, yeah. But he's going to New England. If he somehow gets cut, he's going to the Patriots. I mean, there, there's yeah. no under, there's no reason why he doesn't go to New England. I just don't know how, what the, who the 49ers acquire. Oh, this is easy. That's easy. Sam Darnold. Is that an upgrade? Sam Darnold or potentially Matt Ryan? Well, well they will... Okay, I could go deep down the rabbit hole. I could go deep. Well, here's the thing. The NFC West is a tough division. All four teams have a legitimate shot at winning the Well, here's the the thing. I mean, hold on. Let me check the Niners real quick. Because, give me a second. 49ers death chart. Give me a second. Because if I'm not mistaken, Josh Rosen is on their roster. So if Dude, I'm losing no my mind, what to Josh Rosen? yeah, Josh Rosen was on the Bucks practice squad for a while, <laughs> and then he, he just had a huge fall. Yeah, not terrible. And then he just and then he got picked up by the Niners. He's like, oh. Back in the NFC West. Yay. You think about the Cardinals, like, pretty much only gave them one year, and then they decided they wanted them gone. <clears throat> oh, Jesus. Christmas. Because he's an idiot. He wants too much. Yeah, he want... waste of a pick. He's an idiot. No, it's not even the Cardinals' pit fault. It was like, he's an idiot. He didn't focus on the fundamentals of the game, but at the same time, not his fault his offensive line was shit. Not his fault his weapons outside of Larry Fitzgerald were shit. Yeah, I would say that the Cardinals were probably smart for cutting their losses early. Fair point. Fair point. Instead of just trying to ride it out like some teams do with their butts. Yeah. Who starts with the Niners? It's hard to say. Because the thing is, the Niners need, will need a quality quarterback if they want a shot at the NFC West. <sighs> Which they have the defense to do it. They yes. do. They have the defense. Listen, like I said, I, I feel like all four teams that division can make a legitimate argument for um, you know, winning the division. Seattle's got to get right, though. That's the thing. Seattle's got to up, like, retool their entire fucking roster to do this right, though. I think Seattle makes the playoffs. I don't know if they'll win the division. No, they won't win the division. Next. I don't think they win the division next year. But it's the, it's still it's still early. But we don't we didn't even have the draft yet or the free agency yet, so no. we have no clue what's going to happen. No fucking clue. No clue. That was based on like things like cap and the direction teams seem to be going. But the Niners could draft a quarterback. Even though they're division they rivals, need quality quarterback. Even though they are division rivals, I kind of have a soft side for them a little bit because of their history and the way they I build teams. That. 
they went from perennial shit, like really bad, to Super Bowl contender one off season. That doesn't happen. Yeah. It doesn't happen no, that I, often. I respect Kyle Shanahan. He's a good coach. He is. Players too love him. Oh yeah. Um, who else? That who else says a lot about the Who else is on the quarterback train? Um, Derek Carr. Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz. I don't know. Who's taking yeah, that deal? They hired Frank Reich Jr. too, so maybe that will. Who's taking that contract? That's the thing. Who's taking that contract? Yeah, I think the Eagles kind of shot themselves in the foot there. Yeah, they fucked themselves. And now they have their amazing coach at hire. You see that press conference? Oh, my God. Compare that to Solomon. Or to Dan Campbell's. Dan Campbell. Can I say, Dan Campbell has had to be my favorite hire so far because of that press conference. Yeah. Just bite people's kneecaps on them. Like, yes! <laughs> I want to run through a brick wall for this man. <laughs> I'm guessing the Lions coach and hire literally find the polar opposite of Matt Patricia. Oh my god, complete well. polar opposite. Matt Patricia like, was given way too much control of the roster. Hated by players. Yeah. Made stupid decisions. Darius Slay being example. That's the thing. Darius Slay could have been a Seahawk for a third and a fifth round pick. What the hell? What the hell? You have, I don't understand the, the Matt Patricia. Instead, we got Quentin Dunbar. <laughs> Fuck that. You know, Dan Campbell, I hope he turns the Oh my god, he's going to do fine. He'll do fine. If, if there's a coach who could, it's him. Yup. Because, listen, players play for a guy like that. Oh, yeah. Because, you know what? They all grow up playing football, so they get it. Oh, yeah. Like, you need that coach that's just, like, a run through a brick wall for this man. Yeah. Because I think he'd run through a brick wall for them. Oh, yeah. Oh, they yeah. The Lions found their opposite. Yep. That's when you see, like, the, you know, the Philly higher, the Chargers higher. You just have to shake your head. Because you know damn well there were better candidates out there than those guys they hired. Yeah. And the Texans, too. Well, the Texans was. David Cole just made no goddamn sense. I don't understand. The, the Texans one tells me that they have no interest in trying to win game no shit. games anytime soon. No shit. If I was a Texans fan, I would be furious with that hire. Oh my god, yeah. Like, imagine the Seahawks hired somebody like that. Oh my god, imagine they just hired, like, Eric, like fucking Josh McDaniels. <laughs> You know, I think Josh McDaniels ruined it for star offensive coordinators forever. Thank you. I think everyone is afraid of having another McDaniels. Of course. He ruined that gig. Oh, my God. For offensive coordinators. Why does Josh McDaniels continue to get head coaching options? Why? How does that make sense? You know, in the best thing that could ever happen to Indianapolis was him saying no. Was him just like, well, see you guys later. Bolton. I'm bolting out. 
We're going back to New England. Well, bolt out where your offense still sucks. Yeah. Because your offense was not really an offense. You had Tom fucking Brady. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a fair point. And even with Brady in his last year with the Patriots, you saw. You saw. Just like, what the hell is this? Brady concealed a lot of flaws with that man. But even still, even still, the fact that Brady threw 40 touchdowns this year and went to the Super Bowl, it's just like, pff, fuck you guys. The Patriot way wasn't the Patriot way. It was you had some fucking, fucking Tom Brady. Yeah. It's nuts. You had a generational talent on your team. That's why you were so good. It wasn't because of, you know, the Patriot way. It's fucking crazy. No, you had a generational talent on your phone. Oh, God. It wasn't Josh McDaniels, you know, genius offense. He wasn't the boy wonder. He had Tom fucking Brady. Yeah, that's a fair point. Do you watch wrestling at all? I really don't. Like, I've never really got into it. Yeah. All right. It's alright. Can't complain. Huh? But it's like... It's not the worst. But like... I, I can't really, you know... I, I used to be into wrestling like hardcore. But... Eh, can't complain. Huh? Can't complain about it anymore. Alright. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back, guys. What's up, guys? It's Dan from Time to BS Podcast. Are you looking to get your team's favorite gear at the best prices out there? Look no further than Fanatics.com. There's always some great deals with Fanatics. Every league, every team at the best prices. Get your fan on at Fanatics.com. It's time to BS. <laughs> it's part of being an LSU guy. It's part of being an LSU. <laughs> I mean, see Odell Beckham and Tyron Matthew for details. But you want to know something, though, Dan? Yeah. I'm going to take a jab at this fan base. But he's the only Ohio State quarterback that can say they won a national championship. <laughs> A U Stadium podcast. And we're back. Um, except for Tony D'Angelo. <laughs> oh, it's, it's, supposed, it's supposed to snow here again in yeah. like 20 minutes. Ugh. Fuck. I got coffee, though, which is good. Delicious coffee. Goodbye, good room, Tony D'Angelo. Can we talk about that? That was the anti Ronta trade, right? Oh, Dan Derek Stefan. And Derek's They got a first round pick that turned into Leah Anderson. Yeah. And they got um Tony D'Angelo. So let's talk about Tony D'Angelo, shall we? For those of you non hockey nut jobs, you can skip forward to the next part of this show. But 
Tony D'Angelo was a Coyotes prospect for the Arizona Coyotes. and a was a very troubled prospect. Very troubled prospect, indeed. And he was traded to the Rangers for Antti Ranta and Derek Stefan, along with, like, a first-round pick. Yeah. He sort of found his footing in with the Rangers. He went like has a, he had a great season. He had a great season. Yeah, last year he was he awesome. Ran a great pa- he ran a very good power play unit. Al, it looked like he finally overcame his troubles, but then this season. So occurred. let's understand who Tony D'Angelo is, the person. So Tony D'Angelo is a registered douchebag. Is a registered conspiracy theorist and douchebag. Um, who runs a political podcast, I believe. Like, a very political podcast. It's, like, own. far right, like, kind of, like, fringe. Like, it's very, like, fringe beliefs from, like, yep. what I've always heard. Yep, and then he makes, he gets his Twitter uh, discontinued or deleted. Uh, and then he yeah. makes a fake Twitter account. He makes, like, a burner yeah. account. Oh my god, it's fucking hysterical. I'm shocked you don't have Twitter because you would have been all over this. Oh, I knew it was all going on and I was kind of glad I wasn't seeing it because I Oh, it was so funny. Tony D'Angelo self-sabotaged his career in a matter of... It was so goddamn funny. And then he gets released by the Rangers. Because of an altercation with Georgiev. Who's an idiot. This guy's an idiot. Let's understand here. Yeah, he tried to fight the, the goalie. Which is step number one of hockey. Do not fuck with the goaltender. That's how you have the entire team turn on you. There you go. Which they like did. He broke the code. Yeah, he literally broke the hockey code. No, Don't fuck yeah, with the goaltender. Don't fuck with the code. goaltender. I think one of them was like, don't fuck with the goaltender, don't spit on the ice, right? Yeah. So like he, he could not. They could not keep him in the locker room after that. No, you can't. You absolutely can't. You cannot. And let's understand. I think matter. he's one of their better defensemen, right? Yes, but it doesn't matter. He was one of their better defensemen, and like on an okay Rangers team, on an okay Rangers team. Yeah, but it does not. It doesn't matter. They had to get rid of him. Yeah, they had to get rid of him. Had to they get rid of him. And I think that he was actually causing a lot of trouble in the locker room this year before the Georgiev incident because of all the shit with Twitter and conspiracy theories. Like, a lot of, like, stuff that just, you know, normal human beings don't have baggage on. Yeah. Especially hockey players, too. Because I think hockey players... Hockey is a very diverse sport. Players from all over the world, all different countries. Yeah. You can't be polarizing like that. No, you can't. You can't be a certified douchebag. You just can't. No, because think about where some of these Ranger play- the players on the Rangers come from. Yep. Tapokako, Finland. Think how many Russians they have. Yeah. Lushnevich, Sesterkin, Prinzir. Mm-hmm. It's just, but that's the nature of the NHL today. Yeah, it's, it's Americans, North Americans, and Europeans. Yeah. The Rangers are, like, unique in that regard. In fact, they're following the trend. Yeah, there you go. 
which also means that there is probably no team where Tony D'Angelo will be able to. Oh God, on. no, 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 no. There is not a single NHL team where he won't be a divisive presence in the locker room. And I don't think any team bonds will want him after he tries to fuck with a goalie. No. No. No team will want him. I'm sorry. Yeah. Doing that, that's like... When I heard he did that, I knew his career was done from that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I thought it was like a racial slur or some shit. Because he's that kind of person to do that. No, there was an altercation. It was like, oh, you got into a fight with the goaltender. That's actually worse. Yeah. It's actually worse. Because you do not yeah, fight with the goaltender. You do not have altercations with the goaltender. Yeah. I don't care who, I don't care what goaltender you are. Devin Dubnik or, or Robin Leonard. You do not get to a fight with them. Because they will fuck no. you up. They will fuck you up. It's not just that, but the goalie is such an important part of the team. And, like, you know, it's a fixture of the locker room, the goalie. Correct. Like, I got screamed at in practice in football one year for uh, going after my, for going after the quarterback. No, you don't do that in football. You don't touch goalies in hockey. Yeah, you don't, you don't, touch, you don't touch a quarterback in football. You don't touch goaltenders in hockey. So the truth is, what do cup winners always have in common? Great goaltenders. Yeah, an incredible goaltending performance in the playoffs. Except for Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is the exception. Tampa Bay last year was the exception. Yes, they were. They were. Because they had offense and defense galore. Yeah. Say what you want. Most Stanley Cup winners have an incredible goaltender leading them along the way. Yeah. Some like, of the most iconic moments in Stanley Cup Finals are not goals, but saves. Braden Holpe in 2018, yeah. right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And do you know why? Because the goalies win cups. Yeah, gold, yeah, Braden Holpe in that series against Vegas was on. He was on. Yeah. He knew what he had to do. Can I also say, eyes on the prize. speaking of that Capitals... Speaking of that Capitals team, can we all just say that that cup raise by o, by Ovi is the second greatest cup raise of all time? Behind well, Ray Bork. Behind Ray Bork, yeah, of course. I'll give you that. Behind Ray Bork. Yeah, listen, twenty two years Ray Bork was looking for the Stanley Cup and the fact that he finally got it. He was like Joe Sackick didn't even raise the cup. He just like gave it to Ray Bork. It was like Skate it, baby. Right Skate right it, baby. It was the right thing for him to do. Give it to him instantly. And be even better, that was a game seven, that Ring Board Cup file. No, it's like game five. No, Ray Bork. No, Ovechkin was a game five. Ray Bork, that was game seven. That was game no seven run. against the Devils? Yes. Really? In 2000? That series went the distance. Hold on, let me see a second. 2000 series. Stanley Cup Final. No, that was 2001. No, 2002. No, one. Oh, two was the Red Wings. That was one, that's right. I think that was the 
second to last President's Trophy winning team to win the cup. That was seven. Yeah. Damn, I was right. Because that was the peak of the Devils. Yep. Because the Devils were the defending champions. Oh, those were good teams. Yeah, and the Colorado team was stacked too. Those were really good teams. Yeah, that was like, you know, those are two alpha dogs going head to I miss Gary here. Thorne, man. I miss Gary Thorne calling hockey games. Yeah, he had like the perfect voice for it. Yeah, he was awesome. Especially like if it was a big game. Oh, yeah. Gary Thorne. You had to make a goal for You have to. Get, I, I think what NBC should do, um, since Doc Emmerich retired, is call, call Gary Thorne and be like, hey. Come call, come back, call, call some him games. games. Call some games for us. I I know he's with the Pirates right now in Pittsburgh. Call the Cup Finals. Call the Cup Finals. I don't care if he doesn't call anything else. Call the fucking Call cup the finals. finals. Because Doc Emmerich made the Finals for what yeah. they were. Yeah. And there's only one other announcer who can match that excite, that level of excitement. Probably and, Bob Cole. That's Gary. Thomas. Probably Bob Cole also. Bob Cole was Hockey Night in Canada. Good. Ooh, that's a tough one. Yeah, Gary Thorne's a good. Gary Thorne was probably the obvious one. Yeah, Gary Thorne to me, I think he was better than Doc Emmerich. Oh yeah, Gary Thorne, he could, he could call a game. Oh, Gary Thorne could call a game. Oh yeah, yeah, especially in the Cup Finals, you had to get people Mm -hmm. excited. Especially that call when Ray finally won the Cup after twenty-two years, a dream has come true. I'm like, oh. Yes. Yes. I mean, that was like, was like the perfect, like, you know, way for him to end a career, too. Oh, yeah. When the cup on top, done. Years. Yeah. He went to two finals of Boston and lost to Edmonton both times. Yeah. To be fair, anyone would have lost to Edmonton except for the Islanders. Winning. Yeah, then the, then the, <laughs> yeah, but then the Islanders lost to them the year after. In a sweep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shut up. <laughs> no, because they beat the young Edmonton team. Once that Edmonton team really got, like, you know, in its pride. Yeah, Wayne Gretzky even said, like, even said the best in the 80s, like, I, we would have not won those cups without losing to the Islanders. Years. Without losing no, to those that, Islander teams. Yeah, because that, you know, showed them what it took, really. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, I almost look at, like, the finals that year after where they beat the Islanders and, like, almost like a changing of the guard. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because you go from one unbeatable team to another. And those Islander teams were unbeatable. People talk, oh, the Oilers in the 80s yeah. were so good. And, like, people forget the Islanders won, won, won yeah. went to five finals in a row. Yeah, you see, the, the, it's... Yeah, Truth is, both those teams are teams. Those that were the eighties. Yeah, those were the eighties. Like but you both do those not teams would not exist in today's NHL with the cap. Nope. Because think about the salaries that would have been put on like the cores of both those teams if it was like today they were getting paid with today's money. Oh my god, especially cap. Gretzky. Oh god. But even the Islanders, think about how many players would have been making more than like eight million. Based yeah. on like the production they were getting. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. But insane. Mm-hmm. 
It's not. No, I still don't even know if it's a good thing that you don't have to keep the stats stacked anymore. Uh, I mean, you kind of do. In Tampa? It's not the same. It's not the same. But, like, most yeah, teams today have, like, two Islanders, great players. Oilers, those were, that was, like, a different kind of stack. That's a fair point. You had, like, five Hall of Famers on yeah, offense. Yeah, like, look at those lineups of, either, of like, you know, the Islanders. And the Islanders, the like, every, and the Islanders, every single line they had a Hall of Famer. Yep. Like, it's stuff like that that, like, you just like, don't see. Like, Clark Gillies. I mean, Clark Gillies is a Hall of Famer. Clark, yep. Mike Bossy, one of the great, like, the second greatest goal scorer of all time. You can make an argument. Like, for Mike Bossy... Had his career been longer and not destroyed by injuries, he would have been up there. Mike Bossy's fifth all time in goals, probably. Yeah. I mean, like I said, stacked ass. Trottier, Brian Trottier, Hall of Famer, six time champion. Dennis Potvin, four time champion, Hall of Famer. One of the, like, I think he's fifth all time in points among defensemen. Billy Smith, Hall mm. of Famer. It was an absurd, like, a mad talent. Oh, yeah. Like, you can't compare, like, the lightning today to that. All right. Let's pause real quick. I'm like, and Mike just got on. Let's let's pause and let's get the mic on. All right. Be right back, guys. What's up, guys? Thanks to our friends at U Stadium for supporting this podcast. Do you like sports and debates? Oh, we know you do. Don't lie to us. Download the free U Stadium app today and talk all sorts of things sports and even earn some great prizes. Debate with all kinds of fans from the NFL to the NHL, even UFC, and many more. Download U Stadium on Apple and Google today. It's time to BS. Look at her. She's so beautiful. Well, no, she's saying it. A U Stadium podcast. Mike's here. <laughs> Mike is here, coming home from a uh, recording from the uh, Defining Moments podcast. Uh, you can check them out on Twitter, and I'm guessing they're on Apple Podcast. Uh, yes, sir. They are on Apple Podcast. Uh, listen to them this morning. Yeah. They're really cool. They're really cool. Defining Moments Podcast. Check them out on Twitter and on Apple and Google and on Apple Podcasts and wherever you get your podcasts, guys. Um, so, uh, we were talking, me and, me and John were talking about earlier in the show, the quarterback carousel that is going on right now. So, I want to get your thoughts, Mike, on the Matthew Stafford trade. For Jared Goff, what was that about? Well, you know, and a lot of people sit there and say the Rams won. They probably, they probably did. Short term, the Rams won. Long term, which is what we're looking at, the Lions won. Yep. Um, Got a much younger quarterback in Jared Goff. You got picks galore. 
build around with. Um, I didn't see it coming. I knew Denver was in the mix uh, from what someone reports said, which I'm glad we didn't cough up because what broke the deal was they wanted quite a bit of the young core, which is pretty much is why, you know, that wasn't going to give up. So I'm glad um, I'm glad that didn't take place. But, no, um, it's a good move for the, it's a good move for the um with the Lions, because I mean, again, you got a younger quarterback, you got draft picks, now you can build around. So, um, great. I think the Lions win at the end. I know it's actually a great position. Oh, yeah. For both right now, but uh, long term wise, I think the Rams kind of, eh, we'll see how that takes place for them. But maybe that's what the Rams needed. They maybe they needed more of a solidified starter. Uh, granted, the playoff experience for Stafford isn't there, but maybe that's what they need to kind of give him fresh looks. So, obviously, currently, it's a win-win for both. But long-term, I say Lions won that. And oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That, I, I don't blame you on that one at all. And then there's another trade that could potentially uh, – actually, not a trade, but an acquisition that could potentially happen. Uh, Andrew Luck potentially could come out of retirement – and rejoin the Colts over in Indianapolis. Um, I texted you that, and you responded with, interesting. Yeah, but interesting. What startled his engine to come back? Do we know? Well, apparently he said that he misses football more than anything. I couldn't doubt that he's letting his body heal. Yeah. Listen, I understand letting your body heal for two years. Which I, I understand. Look, he got beat in the crap. He got up. beaten sh- like shit. But if the Colts do, and he's meeting with Jim Ursay soon. Mm. So this could potentially have some traction going if Andrew Luck does indeed come back. Is always a factor, but I mean, it wouldn't be a bad move for the Colts. Uh, obviously, they, they they need a quarterback. Oh yeah, um, Rivers retiring. Uh, yeah, uh, Jacoby Brissett. I don't really, you know, I think he's a free agent anyway. But uh, yeah, they have a roster that's ready to contend. They need a quarterback. They're a Super Bowl contender with quarterback away. Well, and Jacob Eason, I don't think is the answer for him. So um, they can't yeah. waste the talent they have. They can't afford to. Well, no, no. No, you can't. They have to have the. They're going to get a veteran quarterback, be it Andrew Buck or someone else. No, it's going to be interesting. With well, I agree, they're going to be interesting what they do. Uh, I kind of hope. I mean, I could see Andrew Luck back in the league. I mean, I won't hate it. Um, I just being out two years. I kind of. I just hope he's he's worked out. And he's kind of kind of went through the motions during these two years. I hate for him to come out rusty and. And for them to really screw everything up at that point. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Um, what about Jimmy Garoppolo? Where do you, do you see him going back to the Patriots? Like, because I, me and John both agree that he could potentially find his ass back in New England. Well, first off, I love L O B E all in caps. Love the fact that Matthew Stafford did not want to be traded there. Thank you. Someone that didn't want to go to New England. Thank you, Matthew Stafford, for at least a million that. <laughs> on the other side, uh, 
other side, uh, yeah, I think Jimmy G goes back to New England. I don't. I think he, he he's gonna be a better fit. He obviously knows Belichick. I think he goes back to New England now. Whether or not what, we, what that looks like, we don't know. Um, but I think he goes back to. I say definitely he goes to New England. Um, what else? Who else can potentially be on the move here? What do you guys think about Deshaun Watson? Where does he end up at? I don't know. I think he stays in Houston. I know he's not interested in Denver, and that's fine. That's cool. Again, it'd be nice to have Deshaun Watson. I didn't want to give up what they want and ask us to give up. No. We're a young team. We're the youngest team in the league. We got to do it. Am I still on Drew Locke? Again, like I told on the the Defining Moments pod tonight during our bet, we haven't seen a full season of Drew. We don't know what we have. Um, But again, I wasn't going to give up King's ransom for him. No. No. Does Carolina, I know they got Teddy Bridgewater, but does Carolina... Oh, speaking of caps, speaking of money, good news, just reported... Uh, via U Stadium, the cap space uh, for the 2021 offseason is 185 million dollars. That's more than I thought. Yeah, it is. That's way more than I thought. That's way more than I thought. Yeah, because I thought it'd be in the 150s or 160s at least. Yeah, that changes like someone from my opinion. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually awesome, believe it or not. Yeah, that's a bit of a curveball. I like it. Hey, where does money come from? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, but hey. It's good. Yeah, I'll, yeah, take, it. I'll take it. Salary um, cap. Quarterback, uh, quarterback-wise, you got um, Deshaun. I don't know where he ends up at. I personally wouldn't trade him. I know he wants to be traded. I personally wouldn't trade him. But no. Yeah, but then they could end up with like a Carson Palmer type situation when he left his dad and just sitting there until they trade him in the uh, middle of the season. Yeah, that's true. Speaking of, where do you think Carson Wentz goes? I don't think they move him. Well, I say, I'll say this. I'll go out on a limb. If they can't get, if the Colts cannot get Andrew Luck to come back, I say Indianapolis. They'll try. Oh yeah, yeah, because yeah, Carson that would be the only place that makes sense. Yeah. I just don't know if Indianapolis wants to take on that contract. Well, Denver can. Um, they got contract issues up their butt. Game, they got to figure out. Um, yeah, I feel like that contract is like very hard to move. Yeah. Like, I feel like the Eagles are kind of stuck with them. Well, they're gonna have. I think they are stuck with them. I don't know who wants to take it all. Yeah. To no one's that taking that contract. You have to be. Because I don't think he's ever gonna play up to that contract. Oh Lord. What Wentz? No. no. No way. No. God no. Yeah. So then, like you know, automatically you're pretty much gonna have Eden the. Chris destroying any team he touches salary cap. Correct. Correct. So I don't think that anyone would give up any sort of about asset to trade for. Nope. Not at all. Not at all. But. And if any team does, shame on them. Watch the Texans do that. 
Well, I guess we're to get rid of Deshaun Watson and then try to trade for Carson Wentz. <laughs> I can see them doing that. Oh, for the love of God. Is, what would be the realistic asking price for Wentz? This dude's injury prone. With a horrible contract. Well, exactly. I think you'd have to give away something to give him away. Uh, I don't think it's so much of an asking price is what else do you have to give up to get somebody to take him? That's a fair point. Because I would not take Carson Wentz and give something up for him. I would not take Carson Wentz. Listen, no, listen. But you know what's going to be funny as hell? Pete Carroll's going to train Russell Wilson for Carson Wentz. I'm going to laugh my fucking ass off. There's no, no way no. he's that dumb. No way. You want to get me mad? There you go. There's no way Pete Carroll is that Oh, stupid. you have no idea, my friend. He's a stupid, stupid man. You have no idea. He's not going to trade Russell If you can trade two first-round picks for a box safety... He's going to do it. For Carson Wentz. Oh, hi, Mike. <laughs> what? Oh, hi, Mike. I'm at home, so I figured I'd put on the mic. I would not trade a fucking butt hand of Coke for Carson Wentz. <laughs> I'm trading my dinner I'm about to eat for Carson Wentz. <laughs> Ooh, that looks good. <laughs> uh, homemade sloppy joe pizza. Woo! Um, sloppy joe nice. Pizza. Nice. Looks delicious. Yeah. It sounds like it's flat. Yeah, it's actually not bad. I'll give her props. She uh, nailed it this time. Wifey knows how to make, that's for sure. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Well, yeah. I don't know where, I don't know who takes on his contract if anybody even does. Honestly. I don't think anyone does. No, you can't. You got contract issues and. It's all about can't afford. Literally oh. nobody can afford to have that happen to their team. I read an interesting article. What's up? The Raiders are interested in Deshaun Watson. Did you see that? Oh, oh no. Raiders, don't you dare. First rounders. Raiders. They want to give up two first rounders. Raiders, don't you dare. Don't yeah, you dare. Not the problem with that team. John Gruden's awful. I would say receiving game is the problem. Oh, it's not. It's not even that the Raiders defensively suck. But they haven't really done a good job drafting on that side of the ball. Nope, they haven't. They really haven't. They spent all that draft capital on defense a couple years ago, and they still can't do shit. And they yielded nothing from it. And they still can't do shit. Yeah, they're going to have to spend more draft capital on that defense. Yep. Yep. I mean, they let the Jets put up a ton of points on it. Stupid fucking Raiders. I hate them. I know, I know you do, but like, I know you do for good reason. 
That's a fair observation to make. That's a pretty. No, he's not. He's not. I mean, like the Jets. The Jets have like you know pretty much like ten years of like stuff wrong versus shit wrong with them. By the way, can I ask? Can I ask something? What the fuck happened to Montreal? What's wrong with where the Canadians come from of all things? I know we're getting off track here with hockey. No training camp. I, I know. I know we're getting off track with hockey. But Mike, didn't we do on an NHL preview say that the Canadians would not do as well this year? Yeah, practically telling you that they're gonna suck this year. Yeah, look what happened. Yeah, uh, I think I never say all of the Canadians is that good. Like even the years they are good, I don't take them seriously. Yeah, did they have the two seed in the East one time? Yep. Yeah. And then uh, losing like, the first round? Sure did. Yeah. Well, was that a one seed? I thought that was a one seed. They were the two seed in the East because I think the Cavs had the President's Trophy that year. Well, one year I thought they were one seed and lost to Boston, who was eight. Yeah, they did that too before. They did that too, yeah. But that was like way back. I think that was like a while, while ago. Yeah. Detroit oh, sucks. Like the Canadians are. I like I said, the Canadians. I can never take them like seriously as like a threat for like a cup or anything. Detroit sucks <laughs> as per usual. <laughs> Ottawa sucks with the but they but they suck well with a nice logo. The yeah, Ottawa Senators. I saw this meme years ago, by the way, uh, with the Jaguars' new uniforms back when they in like 2013. Mm-hmm. It's like Jackson. So the Jaguars' new. The Jaguars are like porn stars. They want to look good sucking. <laughs> That's the Senators right now. <laughs> oh. So we're talking quarterbacks. What does Dallas do with Dak? I think they keep him. That's the interesting one. I think they keep him. I think you have to keep him. What's their cap space? Not great. Because Cooper has an outrageous contract, but yet that stupid contract from Zeke. The Zeke contract's going to hurt them. Uh, the Cowboys have to be in cap trouble, don't they? So, if I'm not... Hold on, let be. me take a look at their salary There's no cap. way they're not. Cowboys, cap space. So, here we go. They're going to just, they're gonna have to sacrifice defensive or offensive line. Play. So, I have their contracts... Or, hold on, I have their contract situation up right here. I have their yeah. I have their contracts right here. They may have to let go of Z. Demarcus Lawrence is making twenty five million per year cap hit. Amari Cooper's twenty two. Zach Martin is seventeen. Tyron Smith, who's gonna retire, is fourteen. Right. Ezekiel Elliott is almost fourteen. Lyle Collins is twelve and a half. Jalen Smith is ten. Anthony Brown is five. Blake Jarwin is four. They're definitely in cap hell. Yeah, they're fucked. Yep. They are mm, fucked. Yeah. yeah. So that's that. That's the Cowboys have cap hell plus they have Mike McCarthy. Yeah. And they're in Texas, so they're in hell regardless. 
<laughs> hey, listen, Texas ain't so bad. Texas yeah, is cheap. Down. We've been down to Texas before many times. San Antonio is beautiful. San Antonio, no, San Antonio is beautiful. Yeah. I love it there. Oh, yeah. And Dallas is a little ugly. No, Dallas, Dallas is beautiful. Uh, there's some parts of Dallas that are just really bad. Yeah. Near the I Austin's point. nice, though. Austin yeah. is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Austin's nice. It's a gay capital in the world, so why not? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jesus. they keep their things nice. <laughs> they like to keep their things all, like, neat and tidy. Uh, no, I didn't realize, though, all jokes aside, I didn't realize how close their football stadium was. The university is to the highway. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It's, way, it's literally on the highway. Yeah. Now, if I could move anywhere in Texas, it's definitely San Antonio. Oh, yeah. San Antonio's a nice city. Back, yeah. Back to Dallas. I don't know what they're going to do. They're, they're in contract hell, though. They're going to have to get rid of some players and probably rebuild. Yeah, I'm still saying they made it. Why not Zeke? It's not like he's done anything. Because I feel like Jerry is so resistant to ever, like, doing a rebuild that he'll just keep, like... Overpay for players and put himself in cap out perpetually, mm-hmm. and that's why they will never win a Super Bowl until Jerry now. Oh my God! If we had Jason on, <laughs> he'd be like, Jason. "Fuck Jerry." The only Texas fan I like. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Now, um, what does Green Bay do with Aaron Rodgers? Uh, uh, give him a far treatment. <laughs> it's literally what they're doing. Do you think Minnesota's going to trade Kirk Cousins? Oh, for the love of God. Uh, David, I'm a fucking nightmare right now. I, did, I found this hilarious when they changed it for him. That's a horrible contract. Because I remember, cause I remember that he was like the hype quarterback, and I knew somebody was going to overpay him. I was like, who would overpay for somebody's um, retread? And I'm like, oh, Minnesota. Oh, perfect. That's like a Vikings move. Yep. Perfect. Quarterback purgatory. Quarterback purgatory is per usual. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What what else is going on in the world of sports? Uh, the NBA. Did you guys watch that incident with LeBron and that yet on the sideline? Yeah. <laughs> what a God. tool! What a tool! What a fucking tool! <laughs> God, no kidding! And then I love the video. So let's understand the story behind that. Apparently, this woman is twenty five. Yeah, her husband's like fifty. I'm like, like bullshit. Google the picture that he's like her, her boyfriend or whoever he is to her. Uh, he looks like Tom Hanks. Yeah. He looks like Tom Hanks on steroids. You know, clearly, I mean, let's understand. She's in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. So welfare queens. Let's be clear here. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I just can't imagine like you know going to a professional sport event just to yell at professional athletes. I mean, we do that all the time. 
Let's be clear we here. Do. But yeah, but we do, but I guess from the nosebleed. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, hockey fans are just as worse. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've been to Rinse or Flyer games before, and I think the more of the fight has happened in the stands than I Oh, oh, speaking of fans in the stands, do you guys remember the butt fumble game? Yeah. Yeah. So there was an infamous clip of Jet fans screaming at Mark Sanchez at, at halftime, and one of them said, Tebow, save us. <laughs> Oh my god! Wow. It was bad. It was really bad. Hey, listen. He was a former Bronco. You know it's bad. When you're asking for Tim Tebow, you know you're fucked. Yeah, it's true. Hey, but Mike loves Tim Tebow. I will say this though: John Elway did people wrong though. Mike loves yeah. Tim Tebow though. I sure do. You, Tim Tebow, yeah, I'm because, sure, is a great guy. Yeah, because he, you know, brought hope to the Broncos when he. Tim when Tebow, he really I'm sure. Stuff. I'm sure if we were to somehow get Tim Tebow on here, he'd be a great guy. Oh, I'd love, sure I yeah, love that 2011 yeah. season. I was all over it. Oh yeah. Who was it over him in 2011? Oh, of course. Oh, speaking of, I think it is the 13th anniversary of the Super Bowl 42 helmet catch. You're welcome, John. Oh, yeah. Woo! So I gotta. F- do, 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 do. I still have my Tebow jersey. Oh, you do? I got my Tebow yeah. Jets jersey. Yep. You know, I find it so shameful that the Jets were selling Tebow jerseys and then barely <laughs> used them. <laughs> when you think about it. Oh man, that trade! I think the props for just having a major league baseball career. Yeah, yeah but the main thing is the Jets deceived their fans, Market and Tebow, all that offseason. <laughs> they deceived their fans. Definitely ripped them off. Yeah, <laughs> Jet Tebow jersey. <laughs> <laughs> oh. You guys, uh, <clears throat> did you guys hear the news about the college football game coming back? Yeah. Oh, Happy there is a football god after all. Oh my god! I literally jerked off in my car yesterday when I heard yeah. that news. Man, I missed. There that is game. a god. I missed that game, man. There is god, a football man. god. And that was better than Madden to me. Oh, of course. Was a mode where you could recruit oh, of course. Stuff. You'd have to do like all the visits and you'd make your recruiting classes. Mm-hmm. You'd spend hours doing that. Well, the Madden game every year was safe. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I always thought NCAA football was more fun. Oh, I did too. My brother and I, we were playing hours in that thing. Oh, in the playbook? Yep. Well, they better hurry up and make it because I want to. I want to spend about four hours playing Spencer Rattler. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The air raid. Ah, <laughs> uh, what was your favorite offense to run in football? Like in Madden, 
What's your favorite offense to run? Well, it depends which Madden you're talking. Ooh, well, good question. One. I'm more so run it because Drew Locke throws interceptions, and I get sick and tired of that crap. That's true. The reason what I've been doing the spread on the Giants. Now, all jokes aside, I've been mainly balancing mine out because Melvin Gordon's not too bad. The offensive line is pretty decent. Because so, I've been playing the spread and just trying. I've been playing the spread and just trying to run like a short passing game and like you know kind of use running backs and receivers. Yeah, I I usually run the option offense. I tried that one, Drew. That was horrible. Oh really? Yeah, he fumbled. <laughs> yeah. No, I would always run like the option offense, like um like the Kong Kaepernick offense when his his prime year was San Francisco. I would yep. always run that offense. But what I would do is I would I would run a little of the uh, Chip Kelly offense in there because I love customizing playbooks. I would mix cool. a little bit of the Patriots offense, the Eagles offense with Chip Kelly. And because I have Madden sixteen. And I would mix the Chip Kelly offense with Philadelphia, the Colin Kaepernick offense with San Francisco, and a little bit of the Patriots offense in there too. I would I would always run that playbook. And then I think there was a little bit of the Panthers in there too at that time. Sixteen, yeah, I would have to yeah. I think everyone used like the Panthers playbook because it was so creative. I was always using the Chip Kelly playbook. Yeah, you have to have the right quarterback to run no, an offense, though. Yeah, especially if I was playing that on line 16, I would use the Chip Kelly playbook and then drive people crazy. God, that, that God, he, it's amazing how Chip Kelly lasted for four years in this league. Yep. It's amazing to me. Yep. And there are people that are just... And there are people that are like defending him for what he did. Mm-hmm. You want to talk about can- you want to talk about cancel culture? Chip Kelly is a prime example. <laughs> I don't know how you can defend the work of Chip Kelly. Nah, but like you can defend him as like an offensive mind, oh, as yeah. an offensive coordinator, he was awesome. It's absolutely he should Oh yeah. Because to me, it was very obvious even before he got hired that his offense did not translate to the NFL. So, like, I wasn't really surprised when it failed. That's true. But the one great year with Nick Foles where he threw seven touchdowns. Yeah. Because Nick Foles, for some reason, had unnaturally good abilities when he played for Philly. Yeah. Like, his, Nick Foles' athletic ability multiplied whenever he takes the field in an Eagles uniform. Yeah. It's true. He fucking skyrockets. He wins, like, Super Bowl MVP and, like, throws throw seven touchdowns or do something crazy. Oof. And then, you know, he goes to some other team and he becomes Nick Foles again. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, got let's take let's take a quick break and on the and then afterwards we will do 
our official Super Bowl predictions. What's up, guys? I got some questions for you all. What do you guys think of play-by-play? How about play-by-play from your favorite teams? Don't you wish you could do it yourself sometimes? Ask those questions no more with the new ColorCast app. The Unhinged Sports Network have recently partnered up with ColorCast to bring you some great play-by-play coverage from the likes of yours truly from Time to BS Podcast, as well as fellow Unhinged shows like the Far End of the Bench and the Air Raid Attack Podcast. Download the ColorCast app today on iOS and listen to some of the best fan play-by-play in the business. That's ColorCast. Download it today. It's time to BS. It's not one of my uh, my proudest moments, that's for and sure. And you paid the price this Sunday for it. You paid the piper. Yes. Oh, yeah. oh thank you, Karma. The Church Karma's, of Josh Allen. Kar- the yes, the Church of Josh Allen. The Church of Josh Allen. Held your sins against you. Yes, the Church of Josh Allen is, is not pleased with me right now. A U Stadium podcast. All right. So to close out the show today, we have our official Super Bowl 55 predictions. Is it 55? Yeah. I lost track. I actually lost track. I don't I don't know how I did that, but I lost track. But you you probably know the matchup. Chiefs and Buccaneers in Tampa Bay in Raymond James Stadium for Super Bowl 55, the reigning champion Kansas City Chiefs, the 14-2 Chiefs, will take on the living legend Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, if I'm not mistaken, Casey is a 10-point is a ten point favorite over the Bucs. Um, yeah, Casey is actually a three-point favorite over, the, over Tampa Bay right now. Um, oh, man. I, I wasn't excited for this game. Now I am. Because it's like, oh, this is right in Brady's wheelhouse. Now, let's understand Let's understand where we come from here. I am Seahawk fan, but also Jet fan. I do not like the Patriots. Fuck them. Fuck them right in the ass with a cactus stick. John played the Patriots. That's painful. I, I'm sure it's painful. <laughs> <laughs> I would not try that. No, do not try that. Oh, no, of course not. No. Especially, especially you, Mike, Mister Kinky Vodka. Hey, <laughs> that's a long time. That's a long time joke. <laughs> I know exactly. Oh, for those of you who know that joke, you're awesome. <laughs> but and you guys jo- know that joke. We, we love you guys. And John played the Patriots in two Super Bowls. I played them in one. Um and. John is 2-0 versus Newing versus Tom Brady. Now, let's understand this. We respect we respect Brady. We respect the Patriots for what they did over 20 years. Sure, we'll the, go with that. Well, Brady did. Exactly. <laughs> we respect them to a degree. No, I'm messing with you. No, we respect them to a degree. Let's put that there here. I mean, they cheated. Let's be clear here. They cheated. They fucked themselves. They did. They rightfully cheated. Yeah. No. But anyway, regardless, no, it's a... Regardless of how they did it, it's... 
tough to do. So, yeah, oh yeah. In the salary cap leagues, uh, nine Super Bowl appearances, six titles in twenty years, so, beyond impressive. Roster turnover. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But nonetheless, Tom Brady's in his tenth Super Bowl. This time is a member of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yes, I know. Mike is shaking his head in, ridic- in ridiculousness. Rightfully so. Um, yeah. Kansas City is the reigning Super Bowl champions. They won last year's Super Bowl over the 49ers, uh, which caused Mike to break something. Out of... I have to listen to my, a good buddy of mine known for second grade. Practically bragging. I still got him bragging about it. Yeah, he's still bragging about that a year later. Oh my god! Um, and and no love from YouTube because Texas Tech. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rightfully so. Rightfully so. But nonetheless, we are both. We are all excited. For the Super Bowl, but it's also an exciting time indeed because the off season is almost upon us, and the off season will be exciting for once. But nonetheless, here we go, Let, ladies and gentlemen. The official time to BS podcast Super Bowl predictions. Also, before we begin, I just want to say, um, joining me. For volume 13 of BS Sessions, Mike knows who it is. Can you take a wild guess, Mike, who I got on for BS yeah, Sessions? My boy, Hong Lang. Yeah, Hong Lang. Uh, undefeated, at Undefeated Bro, who is the host of the Defining Moments podcast. Uh, we will get that on. There he goes. There he go. There's his hat. There we go. So, uh, you can check him out at Defining Moments Podcast uh, on Twitter, and he is really cool guy. He goes back with us back to the Sports Cave days, uh, back when me and Mike were originally doing this show, the two of us, and then yep. back when Time to Be Us first came to fruition, he was with us the whole way. So, uh, Hong, Lai, Hong Lam will be joining us, will, will be joining me, unfortunately, uh, for... BS for time to BS podcast BS sessions volume thirteen. So this is awesome. Um, might as well get that out there right now. So yeah, you can check I'm out. Telling you, dude, you're gonna love them. Yeah, you can check out a uh, BS sessions. Uh, our previous twelve volumes of BS sessions uh, on Apple on Apple Google and Spotify podcasts, but. Uh, Figure might as well get that out there. Uh, all right, back to back to the predictions. Official time to be as podcast Super Bowl predictions. Fourteen and two Chiefs versus the eleven and five Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tampa Bay is a three point underdog to the Chiefs. Rightfully so. Rightfully so. Rightfully so. But um, I'm just glad it's not Chiefs Packers. I'm just glad. Because that would have been bad. Really bad. It would have just been a scoring fest. It would have been a scoring fest. It was an absolute shit show. 
But regardless, um, John, how about you start first? Who is your pick? And give us the score for Super Bowl 55. What do you got, my man? I've been going back and forth throughout the week, even going right to right before we made this pick, and I'm going for the final pick. I think I'm going to go Chiefs 28 and then Bucks 24. It's going to be a tough game, but I think Chiefs will pull through for one reason and one reason only had nothing to do with Mahomes or the offense. It's the Steve Spagnuolo defense going on Tom Brady. Not the best defense, but Brady doesn't do good against that defense, and I don't know why. That's that's a fair point to make. Um, Going to a Super Bowl against it. Yeah, that's a fair observation to make. Um, Mike, you're up, my man. What do you got? God, I can't stand either two quarterbacks. Um, but uh, anyway, no, I'm gonna go. I'll go Bucks. I think Brady retires on the high note. I think their defense carries them. We'll make a few extra plays in the end to carry it. The defense will have to carry them for them to win. Well, it's a, it's the a 2015 Denver team all over again. Um, offensively, I think they're a little bit better than we were, but. Um, 34-28 in overtime. Really? Yeah. Overtime. Woo. Nice. We don't have a referee love doing some Tom Brady in overtime. Ah, that's a fair point. See, they might rig the game to like make it go to overtime just to have them. Tom Brady that, that's a fair. That's a fair observation to make. That's a <laughs> pretty. Fair... I love this for the fact that be twenty eight to three Chiefs and then and then the Patriots win thirty or the Bucks win thirty four twenty eight in overtime. I would have broke something. I would break something, Mike. Brady ends up like the ten yard line from like two on the other end. All right, leave it up to me. Okay, here we go. Um, I can't stand the Chiefs because they will eventually become the new Patriots. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to hate it every single way because there is actually a friend of mine, as well as Mike, who is a Chiefs fan here on Long Island. And I have to hear his tweets all the goddamn time about run it back. The Chiefs are undefeated, yada, yada, yada. Okay. Yeah. And then there's Tampa. So I'm happy for the Bucks because they went through quarterback purgatory since 2002. I'm happy for them that they had to endure five years of, of turnover fest and James Winston, Mike Glennon, so on, Josh McCown, Josh Freeman, who I have his jersey, by the way. Uh, I don't know why I have Josh Freeman's jersey, but I do. Nonetheless. I don't know why I do, but fuck it. Who cares? Um, nonetheless, uh, the big problem, the big issue for Kansas City is that they're down two tackles. Eric Fisher's out for the out for this game with a torn Achilles. Mitchell Schwartz has been out. Yeah. So that's a problem. And, and well, that's why nobody's scoring thirty. No, that's a fair point. But at the same time, the Bucks defense is ferocious. They're getting Vita Vea back for this game. They got Steve McClendon in. 
at reserve nose tackle, or they could put him in as an RD tackle. Uh, Ndamukong Sue is ferocious, as per usual. Jason Pierre-Paul and Shaq Barrett on the other side at outside linebacker. Plus, they got two great inside linebackers in Devin White and Levante David, who's one of my favorite players. Love Levante David. And their secondary is going to be crucial. If the secondary does its job against those Chiefs receivers, if they do their job, which it looks like they will, but because the Bucks pass rush can get to Mahomes. They can get to him. They can. Um, plus, it, I... I don't want to go against Brady, but I have a, I, I can't go against Tom Brady for like listen forty touchdowns at forty three years old. He's been playing great. He's not winning the MVP. He's not winning the MVP, but I think I'm gonna go with Tampa. But I do think they win, and they wrote. I think it'll be a high scoring. Close game. I think it'll be close. But it's going to be a high-scoring game nonetheless. I'm going to go Tampa Bay 35 and Kansas City 31. And I think for shits and giggles, I'm going to go for shits and giggles, Rob Gronkowski wins the Super Bowl MVP and also the 24-7 championship at the same time. Oh, God, what a shot to the face of Pittsburgh. <laughs> a shot to the face of any, like, moral, like, law biases. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a fair point. That's a fair point. <laughs> that would be... Oh man! I don't know, I don't know how I would even feel like it would. I would not put it past the NFL to do it though. Yeah. If Antonio Brown like catches like a Super Bowl winning touchdown or something, and the NFL gives him MVP. Yeah. <laughs> the fallout from that too. Oh, for the love of God! But I would love. But I I, I, love I think Tampa the NFL is. In... But I think Tampa wins the turnover battle, though. I think you can argue. Listen, they got two great. Pa- they got four. They got four pass rushers that can get to Brady. That Mahomes. Jesus, I'm thinking of the Giants again. Thanks, John. Well, I'm not used to Brady being on another team in the Super Bowl. That's why we keep saying Patriots. Yeah, that's a fair point. Yeah, that's a yeah, fair point. Said that already. We've been talking. Yeah, because we've been seeing Brady in the Super Bowl for so long. Exactly. Like yeah. Patriots. Yeah, that's a fair observation. I'm about, like, it just feels like another year almost with Brady in oh, the Super Bowl. Yeah, it's about yeah. what it is. Pretty much. Yeah. I say turn. that. Uh, I say Mike Evans will be Super Bowl MVP, and Bruce Aarons will be the 24 champion. 24 seven. <laughs> I think Travis Kelsey is more likely to get the 24-7 title. Watch. Watch. Our truths going to be like, he's going to celebrate on the field and Rob Gorkowski just comes out of nowhere. <laughs> That'd be very typical. <laughs> very, because WrestleMania is in Tampa this it's year. It's in Tampa Bay. I know yeah. it's in Tampa this year. <laughs> yep, yeah, sure is. 
<laughs> what a shit show. <laughs> and rightfully so. Oh, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. But I'm excited. I'm I'm excited for the Super Bowl. Uh, I'm going to have family over. I'm going to have heroes here. Potentially wings. Oh, it's going to be exciting. It's going to be That's so exciting. Why do I feel like for some reason it's a, it's a Friday? I wish it was. I wish I it was Friday today. Well, I wish it was. Yeah, I don't blame you. I do not blame you. Oh, Mike, what is your uh, what's your Super Bowl drink and Super Bowl sandwich? Because we're me and John were talking about this at the beginning of the show. Gotta go keto. Used to back in the day, growing up, we would always have brisket. Really? Yep. Yeah. That's <coughs> awesome. So I'll go with that. It's been a long time. Would you do it again? Um, oh, God, yeah. I may. Probably this year. Probably next year, though. Oof. And then... Um, honestly, I've been hooked on green tea. Like Arizona green tea or just like... Both. Really? Nice. Knowing me... Knowing me, I'll probably do green tea this year. Now, in the past, probably alcohol. This year, I would probably do green tea. I can't do. I can't drink beer anymore. That's the thing. I I, 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 quit I got drink. one left in my in the, in the uh, refrigerator, but yeah, I have Dan going on my diet. I quit. I quit the beer. Diet. Yeah, I quit beer, and I, I'm going on a liquor-based diet. Believe it or not, which yeah. sounds stupid. It believe it. Which sounds no, confusing. It has great results for me. No, it sounds confusing to some people, but let's understand this. It's where you, it's where you cut out beer because beer is all carbs. Yep. And you go strictly like liquor. I'm like, oh, I can do that because I go whiskey straight up all the time. Yeah, that's how you do it. You just drink straight up liquor. Yeah, straight up liquor. That's it. Eventually, it starts to taste like water, believe it or not. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. That doesn't give me a good that doesn't give me a good sign. <laughs> like at all. No, cause, like, you know, at the start it was like a little harsh, like, you know, trying to like you know, I was like when like my friends were going to the bar to get a beer and I would just be like, Yeah, just pour me a cup and just pour like a little bit of vodka there, like maybe half full and I'll drink that. Oof. Well, I got used to it eventually. And, you know, it lets me, like, work out, stay in good shape while still going out. And, like, yeah, that's true. Stuff. That's true. Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. Well, I hope everyone has a terrific Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in to this episode. I, I still can't believe we're 10 episodes away from 100. That boggles nice. my that boggles my mind. No. We gotta do something nice for a hundred. For the hundredth, you gotta get everybody on. Will, yeah. Dave. Oh, we're getting. Oh, oh, definitely. Jason. Oh, oh, we're getting Will and Dave on event. We're getting Will and Dave on eventually for BS sessions. I think that's for volume four. 
I think I think Will and Dave will be volume 14 of BS Sessions. I'm going to try and figure that out. But eventually I will get those two knuckleheads back on. That's for sure. Get Jason, Mikey, maybe Kyle. I don't know. We'll see. I don't but... know. We'll see about that. We'll see. We'll yeah. see what's going on. Regardless, thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode of Time to BS Podcast. If you like our shows, be sure to check out our other shit at Apple and Google and Spotify Podcasts, our exclusive BS Sessions episodes. Also, our thanks to the Unhinged Sports Network. Uh, check other shows at unhingedsn.com, like the J-Dash Morning Show, Mike's Show, Aaron Attack, and many more. So, once again, thank you so much for tuning in, guys, and we hope to see you around sometime in the near future.